This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. For all NBA NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. What up? It's Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast with Justin and Nat. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. We back. Since the Warriors won. It's been a minute since I've been on, or maybe since I've been on with you. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I think it's been a while, Justin. Yeah, you've been out there making moves, getting interviews. (laughs) nothing like that (laughs) breaking the news that pause said he's Draymond (laughs) I I had like when Steph reacted like that I was like oh my god is this not something he always says I mean I don't know that I've heard it before but he said it so casually that I just figured Mm -hmm. he said it before like he's like what he said said that oh man did I mess up something Nah. I have to go back and re-listen like multiple times. Like, please tell me I did not misquote this man. Like, is that the right <laughs> thing? <laughs> yeah, pause is funny. He knows how to like do media, you know. But yeah. I agree with him a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like if you listen to my question and the way that he answered. I think he was saying in a very specific way, you know, mm-hmm. which I didn't get to fully get out because Steph just started saying, he said, you know, because I was, you know, going to explain it and give like the context. But then he just sort of was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and so then it just sort of took on a life of its own because um, I wasn't even planning to put out any of that mm-hmm. interview, not right away, because um, that's just like the raw footage, like. I'm turning it into something. So I wasn't planning to really put any of it out. I I knew I wouldn't use all of it. So whatever I didn't use, I was going to figure out what to do with it. But because I didn't know yet what I was going to use, I wasn't planning to put out anything. So, but when Steph reacted like that, I'm okay, I have to post this now. Because people are like, where did he say that? Because like other people are asking me, like other media, like, when did he, where did he say that? And I'm like, to me. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. <laughs> we love it. We love it. So it was a pretty cool moment. And I, I guess for context, just in case you're listening, you don't know what <coughs> just excuse me. Justin and I are preferring to. I am in the Bay right now. I've been here for the Warriors homestand since 
well, the first game of the homestand was technically postponed. That's versus the Mavs. So, or that was versus the Mavs. So the first game of the homestand became the Atlanta Hawks. And I've been here since that game. Uh, and so I got to sit down with pods for a little bit um, a couple of days ago. The day before, because my days are all confused right now. Today's Wednesday, right? So Tuesday was the Philly game. So on Monday. So I, I briefly chatted with pods for a little bit on Monday for something I'm working on. And in that conversation, I asked him about the fact that um, there's been a lot being made of the the lineup with Andrew Wiggins and Kaminga working now. Um, I, I feel like all the credit, honestly, I didn't say this to Pods, but I feel like all the credit is being given to Draymond. But I, I do think Pods is a large part of why it works too. Um, and I, I'm pretty sure like, when before when like they like steve kept saying like the numbers aren't good and he was correct but there were a handful of times that the lineup did have a positive impact and it was when dre wasn't around it was with pods and in the past it was like with draymond before so like to me it actually sort of like supports pods point that he's like a mini draymond because like they're both connectors and mm -hmm. that's what he was trying to say like we connect players and so um, anyway, he compared himself. He said he's like a mini version of Draymond's, um, when I asked him about that and basically kind of related it to the fact that they, they connect, you know, connect players together. And so, um, we talked about a lot of different things, but that particular thing, I actually want to ask Draymond about it, to be honest, but, um, they were being very like, it depends on like how many people are there and stuff. Like sometimes there's not a lot of media there. So we'll ask like two, three questions, but I could just tell it wasn't the night where I could get like two to three questions. So, mm -hmm. um, I asked Draymond about playing the five right now. So I didn't get to ask him about pause, but I'm like, you know, I can still ask like Steph this question. I think it'll be, you know, see what Steph thinks about it. Um, and then it, it ended up being great. <laughs> Right. In terms of the response and the way it played out, because Steph apparently didn't realize that, you know, Pods thought of himself in that way. So uh, <laughs> it was just a genuine reaction in the moment um, in the room. Everyone kind of chuckled at it. So um, even even Raymond Ritter, the PR person, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. so it was it was a fun moment. It was a cool moment. And I mean, and I agree, like like what you said, he is a connector. Um, you need somebody to take the advantage that Steph creates um, and make the play, right? Get it to somebody who can finish the play. And he can finish the play sometimes himself as well. So uh, definitely agree with him there. I would probably say he's a little bit more Andre than Draymond. Right? I, mean, I don't think he was. <laughs> they're, all, they're all in the same. Yeah, they're all yeah, in the same. Yeah, he's not like a defensive stopper. I don't think that's what he was suggesting. Yeah, definitely not. Um, but. Yeah, I think they're all in the same realm of guys who just know what to do with the ball when that advantage is created. So definitely pleasant surprise that Paz turned into the player or has shown us that he is this player this early because it just makes things so much easier to, to navigate going forward. For sure. And I mean, there's other things too, right? It's like just, like you said, just knowing the right things to do, the IQ, all those things, right? So mm -hmm. um, 
look, I'm not mad at him or his confidence. So, you know, I didn't even blink twice when he said it, to be honest. I was like, okay, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. Shout out to Pods for having that kind of confidence in himself. And uh, excuse me, I hope he continues with it. I think it's important, you know, for the success of the team and his own individual success. And obviously it's paying off. He made the Rising Stars game. So that was definitely cool to see him there. Um, Yeah. He said, I mean, he said one of many more to come. So you know that that confidence is like, it's there. Yep. Mm -hmm. For yeah. sure. So yeah, he's really, me. really personable. Really personable. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed speaking with him. I hope I uh, get to speak with him more in the future. He even shook my hand. You know, I mean, it like I wouldn't have thought anything of it if he didn't. But he's just like really polite and just you know. And who knows? I hope he stays like that. But you know, as you grow, get more famous or bigger, you know. But um, at least right now, he's pretty. You know. Um, personable personable so um it was cool it's a cool conversation and i look forward to sharing more of it with you guys in the future um but yeah the trip has been cool i mean obviously it wasn't like a full winning trip for the warriors and frustrating losses in there but um overall it was just like it's always good to be out here um make connections talk to people um so yeah it was definitely cool to be out here for sure for all nba NBA warriors you are now tuned into golden spaces with matt and justin um, and at least last night, the Warriors did get <laughs> get the W. So that's very good, at least ending the homestand on a good note before they get on the road. Um, yesterday was sort of a weird game for me. It's, it's actually funny, but sometimes I actually find it a little harder at times to get everything that happens in the game when I'm there in person because mm. for one like on TV like when you're just watching on TV you can actually see more like um yeah. you know so where we're seated and everything it's sort of further away um but then also you're sitting next to other media members and like conversations start up and things like that so sometimes you just miss things you you know so yesterday was one of those games where like i sort of like i was watching but i also sort of missed missed a lot um but i i i do know that one thing i did not miss was like it was a very ugly first half offensively <laughs> um mm-hmm. and i was like ugh some of these lineups, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, they were painful to watch. Um, and I like, look, Clay was out there missing some players, but I feel like, bro, you have enough young players on the team. Just lean into giving them more minutes than playing Kojo. <laughs> um, yeah. And just, and I don't know what's going on with Dario lately, but he hasn't been like. He's playing with Kojo. <laughs> <laughs> um it's just but i feel like there's been times too he's been out there with other guys and he's just i don't know yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, he's had he's he's been pretty consistent the whole season. Like, so this I think it's just a little mini slump for him offensively. I mean, defensively, he was never going to be a guy that's going to like hold steady for an extended period of time. But I think offensively, he's just in a little little funk right now. And I think um, having more guys healthy next to him will help, right? So he isn't playing next to Kojo and and Looney like that just doesn't work at all. Like. Dario and Looney together just doesn't work, but obviously Draymond two early fouls yeah. forced them to play Loon um, right, right. more than I think they wanted to. Yeah, I mean, but Loon only had what eight minutes last night, I think. Yeah, so that just goes to show like he wasn't supposed to play really at all. If Draymond right. didn't get those two fouls, he probably wouldn't have played. Yeah. I um, well, I didn't meet her per se, but I was like in the elevator with um, Kevin O'Leary's mom. She just say hello to me. Um, and I wanted to talk to her, but I was just like, I don't feel right about talking to her. Cause like, I mean, I don't really disparage Loon, but you know, mm-hmm. I've also said like, yeah, it's maybe time for him to be off the rotation. <laughs> so, you know, like you talk to people's mothers, if they ever hear that, I don't think she's gonna appreciate me saying that about her son. For sure. Um, so I was like, let me not even do that. <laughs> so I just left it alone. I was like, hey. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a little bit awkward if she ended up, you know. Well, yeah, because I feel like once you like talk to people like that, then they go look up to see like what you say, you know. And mm-hmm. again, I don't, again, I don't, I'm not with the whole like going in on our players. So mm-hmm. Um, though some people might say that's not true about Draymond Green, but I really don't even think like I say anything that bad about Draymond. I mean, I say my opinion, but I'm not like calling mm-hmm. him names or anything like that, you know. So, um, but there were I had a moment with him too. Again, it could just be like my imagination, but like because like I was talking to pods and he was like walking out of like their locker room into the interview area and he definitely we made eye contact and I just felt like he stared at me a little long and I was like is this like he's like this person looks familiar who is she <laughs> or is mm-hmm. it like oh yeah that's the one who be talking all that shit about me <laughs> I mean he didn't like, he didn't, I mean, like he, he didn't say anything to me like I did ask him questions not that because that was like before that was after practice on Monday I didn't actually ask him any questions then but I did ask him questions the next day and he wasn't you know rude or anything to me so it could totally be nothing but he definitely just like it wasn't even like a long long stare but it just was definitely like Mm. he was like looking at me you know and then he like walked into the room and I was like I am. <laughs> <laughs> you never know players i mean with social media players have access to everything no i one thing and this is not me trying to like hype myself up at all but i no longer like i would always before say things like please these players are not caring about what i say what i think they don't know me they definitely know us <laughs> yeah. like now i don't always know which players know who but they know you they pay attention to you um, they pay attention to you even when you don't have a platform. So when you do get one, it's like, you know, mm-hmm. so, um, 
yeah so again i don't know and it could be nothing it could totally be in my head but um yeah it was just pretty funny because i was just like hmm, i wonder <laughs> um and i don't know i haven't checked in a while i don't know if his mother still follows me we followed each other but she does she's not really on anymore so i don't know or she could just be on and not using it you know but we definitely followed each other. So like if she was still following me, like I'm sure she hasn't liked my tweets either. Yeah. But I can't worry about that. Yeah, it is. It I can't worry is. about that. If it just means I never get a Draymond exclusive, so be it. <laughs> yeah, I'll never get a Chris Paul exclusive. I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> so what were your thoughts on the game? Um, I thought it was a it was a good win the way that they pulled away at the end. It was definitely some moments where it was like, ah, uh, you know, you look at the the game and you you look at both teams, you say, well, Clay's out, Moody's out, Gary's out, Chris Paul's out. So four of your perimeter players are all out. Um, obviously, that means more Kojo minutes. That means Lester minutes. So you don't expect to really win those minutes at all, but you want to keep it close. And they were just kind of getting destroyed in those minutes. So, Right. That was, I wasn't happy to see that. It's not necessarily discouraging because you know when a team is mostly whole or even like, you know, even if just Clay's back, that's not going to be something that they put out there consistently. Right. Um, looking at the uh, the Sixer side, they're not playing well at all right now. So it's definitely kind of like a you need to like you should win this game. Like Embiid right. was hurt, clearly hurt from the jump, got even more hurt throughout the course of the game. Um, no Maxi, no Covington, no Batum, no D'Anthony Melton. Like these are four heavy rotation yeah. guys, right? And we're playing against, you know, Jaden Springer and like these other Daniel House random guys. So it's like you need to beat them, and you need to beat them handily. Mm-hmm. And they pulled away at the end, but I don't think they necessarily beat them handily. Now when Steph is on the court, they were smashing them, right? Because Steph right. was Steph is back in that mode. Like I think the the break that they had though it was due to unfortunate circumstances, definitely helped their bodies. Um, right. And I think, obviously, Draymond coming back into the lineup connects plays a lot better, gets the ball to Steph in areas of the court where he might not have gotten it if Draymond's not playing. Right. So it helps Steph get into a better rhythm, and we're starting to see more of those, like, real Steph performances where he's just hitting shots, bringing energy, uh, putting the team over the hump. So I thought it was a good win overall. I wouldn't necessarily make any grand statements from this game. I think they need to string together wins. Right. Especially uh, with a road trip against some like decent teams, right? Teams who are going to put up a more of a fight than this Philly team mm-hmm. um, did. So step in the right direction, I think. Yeah. And I mean, that's sort of like the tone from the team too, right? Like, like stuff is like, I think we're getting better, but it's only better if you're actually winning sort of. I'm paraphrasing mm-hmm. him a little bit, but yeah. So, I mean, look, they're all still talking like they're trying to make something shake this year still. So, I mean, even when I sat down with pods, you know, I sort of asked him about like the team's ceiling for this year. Um, like, where does he still think, you know, they can go and, you know, he... They, they they have not lost their confidence. You know, they think that they really can play with any team. They feel like that they have the evidence that they can based on the season, and they do. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. 
Yeah, I think, I mean, it's it's one of those things where, like, you start to wait for it and wait for it and wait for it and eventually becomes too late. But I don't think it's hit too late status yet. I think they can definitely get out of the play-in. I mean, get into and then get out of the play-in, right? They're, they're only four losses behind Phoenix. And that and, that's the reason it's not too late because some right. of those teams that are higher up just – they're not higher, higher up. <laughs> exactly. Like, all it takes is one run. Like, all these teams have had a run where they've won, like, six games in a row, seven games in a row, and it's boosted them up in the standings. If the Warriors go on a run similar to that, I can see them leapfrogging a bunch of teams, right? Like, the Lakers have one more loss than them with four more wins. Obviously, they've played more games because the Warriors had some postponements. But right, you win four games in a row – and the other teams play the same way they've been playing. Like the Lakers and the Jazz have both lost two games in a row. Uh, the Pelicans have lost three in a row. You know what I mean? So like all of these teams are going to start losing games, um, playing at 500 basketball or something like that. And you take an opportunity to to go on a mini run or even an extended run similar to the Clippers. And now you are way higher in the standings. And at that point it becomes a matter of matchups and health going into the playoffs and all of that stuff. So it's not it's not too too late, I don't think. Well, we'll see. We will see. Um, I don't know. I don't really have that much to say about the game. Um they won. Kaminga is I think he solidified his spot <laughs> in the starting lineup. He's one of their best five players. Um mm-hmm the game seems to be slowing down for him. You know, it's interesting. There was something he said, and I I, I found it interesting. Um, I mean, he didn't say it, like, in a rude way or anything like that, but he pushed back a little bit at the, the notion that, like, it's due to Draymond why they're, like, him and Andrew are working together now. Like, in more like they've just learned how to play off of one another. Um and so it's like less about what Draymond does, just more about them figuring each other out. Now, whether he's right or wrong, I don't know. But I thought it was interesting because like he's been asked about it before, but it was in particular like he was asked again. And like someone was the the, the at the time, I think the question being asked him was like, what specifically is it that like Draymond does? And he was just like, I think Andrew and I would just like learn to play off of one another um and so it's not so much about what Draymond's doing as much as us figuring out things and so you know um I just thought that was interesting you know um I don't have a problem with it at all I just found it I thought it was interesting that is interesting um I don't necessarily agree but (laughs) (laughs) I think Draymond has a lot to do with it um he gets them out in transition more he connects the plays more um obviously the like leadership aspect of talking and communicating and being loud and telling guys where to be helps a ton as well. And I think just in general, he's inserted a level of energy into Andrew that helps everybody play better next to Andrew, right? When Andrew's playing like this, then obviously the lineups are going to be, they're going to perform a lot better, right? Like he's defending better than he did before. Um, He's taking shots with confidence and he's getting to the rim, making quick decisions uh, and then, you know, like that's just going to lead to good results right there. Right. Um, 
he did he did acknowledge that Draymond, um, you know, obviously is really important to the team. And maybe it's because he doesn't think Draymond has helped him because like he's been balling, right? So yeah. maybe that's what it is. Like it's like, okay, maybe he helps wigs, but I was good. <laughs> but i mean that could also be why he doesn't feel like that i don't know yeah and i kind of agree with that because i mean jk's been balling for like the last 20 something games um wigs has just started like getting back to the level we expected him to be and it's just not a coincidence that it happened around the time that draymond returned so i, I agree with that for sure for sure yeah um, I mean, defensively, Draymond makes everybody better. But I think on offense, I think a lot of JK's offense comes from um, him being able to play free and with, you know, favorable matchups in space, right? Like, Steph and Clay get a lot of attention. Dre, I mean, JK is one of the few players on the team, well, one of the only players on the team that can take advantage of that attention to the level of that he's been doing it, right? Scoring 20, 30. Right. You know, he's, if you give him a one-on-one going downhill, he's going to score. So, yeah. yeah. I'm glad Kerr has loosened up, too, about his minutes. It's like, this is a young man. Like, <laughs> let him play. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> like, what did Draymond, Draymond say? Like, when they were younger, yeah, they, they carried the load as far as, like, minutes right. and doing all the dirty work and stuff like that because they were young legs. JK's even younger than they were when they were doing that. Right. And even more athletic than they were. Like, not even close. So right. play that, play that guy. For sure. For sure. For all NBA, for all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. So, I mean... The Warriors about to hit the road. Um, and also their name has been like, not their name, the team players have been, they've just been in trade discussion talks, I guess let's just say. Mm -hmm. um, I really don't know what the Warriors are going to do because it's, it's interesting. They have been lots of trade discussion talks. And I don't think that's like on accident, right? Because I feel like in many years, the Warriors are not in these conversations. Like, they're just not. But mm. they are. So they, they have to obviously be making calls or taking calls. But the reason I think it's interesting is because at least as what's sort of been reported, it doesn't seem like they want to take back salary you know um and so i'm just curious what they're trying to do or who they would be trying to trade for right um so yeah so i i really truly don't know i don't know either that just doesn't make a ton of sense to me and it seems like i mean obviously they they traded for chris paul partially for basketball reasons but a big reason was because his contract is expiring Right. But it's a big expiring contract. So it's tradable for someone that you think could help you long term um, that fills that salary slot. So I don't know. Me personally, like you want to keep the big contracts on board 
because you can just trade them for players that fill the contracts and then you have a really good roster still. But if you don't feel like the roster is going to still be that good and you don't think you're going to make the money back in playoff revenue or have a chance to compete for a championship, then that's what leads you to dump salary. But if you're committed to this core and trying to win, then you can't operate on the assumption that they're not going to be good enough because why, why do anything at this point? Then Why not just dump everything then? You know, so that's how I view it. I'm so sorry. Forgive me for yawning. And also forgive me that my energy is a little lower today. I'm really tired. Working. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't, I feel like we've talked about potential trades already and talked about a lot of the players, like names who's out there and how they would fit. So, um, like, I still expect something to happen. I just don't know what I expect anymore in terms of the magnitude of it. Like, mm -hmm. because also like, look, it, like the information is always changing, right? Like Jonathan Kaminga is playing excellent basketball right now. If Wiggins is going to be this version of Wiggins, mm -hmm. do you really want to get rid of him? Are you going to get back something like, even if you get, like, are you going to get back enough multiple players to get what you need? Mm -hmm. Or is it like you're going to give him up and, like, be worse off, you know, and then you're just getting off a salary? And I think that's, like, a fair question to ask, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and that that's another reason why I kept saying, like, when it came, like, that's why I was very big on, like, just do a, a CP3 trade and, like, if it's Moody. And I just say that with Moody because I just, like y'all are wasting Moody's career. Like it's not because I don't think he's a good player because I'm like, people are like, oh, Andrew Wiggins, his value's so low. I'm like, but it's not going to get any lower. Like it's just, it's low already. So, mm -hmm. but I said it can get better. <laughs> like yeah. it can get better if he starts to play better. And I always thought that he would play better. So now you're like in a different situation. It's sort of like Jared Allen, right? Like I think when he initially was in trade talks, Right. His value was lower than it is now because he started hooping like crazy. Right. So, like, as they talk and Andrew continues to hoop, mm -hmm. that presents a question for the Warriors. Do you want to get rid of him? And even if you do, then, like, teams can't just come with bullshit offers anymore if that's right. what they were going to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the Wiggins that we've seen for the majority of the season, a lot of the players that are available now are better than that version of Wiggins. Um significantly right but this current like recent stretch it's like if this if he can be this consistently then his value where it is now relative to this player is a big gap right so you're not going right. to bring back a player that's better than this version of wiggins um with his current trade value so right. you might as well just stand pat if he can continue to do it if you don't believe that he can you think yeah eventually he's just going to go back to playing bad again then you got to take that gamble but I think. I don't think he is. I mean, yeah, I, don't I don't know. Think, yeah, I was going to say, I don't think he is. So It's like when he started off last season, he was on the tear. I don't know that he was going to play like that all season, even if he didn't get hurt. Mm -hmm. But like the Andrew we were seeing, that was not Andrew Wiggins. You were never going to convince me of that. Like that kind of drop off in your prime just didn't mm -hmm. make sense to me. 
Right. So I'm like, there's something. He didn't just like forget everything, right? But people say, oh, this is who he always is, always inconsistent. Not like this. This no. is like career lows right. in everything. Like it, it wasn't like this. It's, it wasn't this extreme. For sure. For sure. And so, I mean, I think that's been the main reason why he's even been in trade talks. I think if he was just slightly lower than what he's been the past few years, then it'd be like, oh, okay, like, you know, like that's more stomach. You can stomach that a little bit easier. But like, this was like worse than anything that he's ever done on the basketball court. So now it became the point like, yo, like, we got to do something about this. But if he's coming back up to the level that we expected, then like I said, you're not going to get anything back better than that. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. It's just, it's the equation is always changing. Things have changed. Life things have happened, right? Just like things have changed from where they were before. So like, and then, and then there's always just like people like, man, they should just trade Looney. Like when players stop playing well, I don't know why people just think like you can just trade them and people just like want your, you know, like, mm-hmm. He's not even like an expiring. It's different with like, it's like, okay, if you look at another player, you're like, they're not helping, but they're expiring. So like people want that. Like what, like what, what is someone going to want with Kevin Looney? <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, I mean, I don't, I haven't yeah. even heard him in trade talks, but I, like, I feel like the reason I haven't is because like, what, like who's, what are you going to get for him? Nothing. Yeah. You're not going to get anything from him. I mean, maybe if you attach some draft picks or, attach Moses to him, but obviously it wouldn't be Looney's not the draw, right? It would be Moses and the picks. So who knows? Um, But it also comes down to, okay, if you're trading Looney, you want to bring back a center that's better than him and a center that's better than him is not going to be at the same cost as him. Right. So are they willing to take on that money short and long-term? If it's Claxton, he wants 20 million a year, right? (laughs) Right. Um, so is, I mean, I'd bring on Claxton, but like, would, would Joe be one to take on that money long-term? I don't think he would be, I think he should, but I don't think he would be. So yeah, I don't think you can realistically expect a, a loon trade. Right. So, so yeah, so I don't, I don't, I don't know what people are thinking with that, but I don't think that's happening. And we'll see if Wiggins actually gets traded. You know, I still just feel like the best trade is like Chris Paul and, you know, probably Moody. Like in terms of this year, like getting you help this year, Mm -hmm. you know, and then like, obviously you can look to do more trades later if it makes sense for like next year or the year after. But, um, you know, you're finally getting a chance to see what the team looks like having a core chunk of its pieces, the the important pieces. So, you know, I just don't know. I've just always stood by the position that like, this is a talented team and like just really goofy shit happened. I still think they're more talented than last year's team. I think, um, huh? Definitely. Yeah. And I, I, I think that like, I really do think that, I mean, I get like, yes, other teams around the league have evolved, but I do think that they have the same ceiling as like the 2022 team. I really do um, in terms of like the talent that's on the team. And, and so it was always frustrating the way that they looked and what they did because it was just like, come on, bro. You know, like there's so many people like 
who were texting me, who were tweeting, they was like, why wasn't Steve Kerr playing this guy about Kaminga? Because, you know, it's a national game, right? And people are seeing him. That's why I sort of laughed at, like, Raptors fans. Like, they didn't want Kaminga. They're not impressed. Oh, okay. Right, right. You impressed now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People don't understand he's a tier one athlete. Like, tier yeah. one rim pressure guy. But, like, part of the him. reason people weren't impressed is because what Kerr did yeah. to him. Right, how he played him, how he utilized him. For sure. People Early in the season, he was a spot up guy for some reason. I don't know why they put him in the corner so much. Well, I do know why. It was the CP3 and Dario um, show. <laughs> so people were asking, hey, let's try some more Kaminga going downhill stuff. Let's try to post him up a little bit more and use Dario as a spacer. But they didn't do it until they had to do a break glass in case of emergency thing. And he was kind of out of the rotation. Remember against the, the Trailblazers, he didn't play in the first half? Yeah. And then he played in the second half and had like 20 in the second half. And then since then, he's been like obviously a permanent fixture in the rotation. But yeah, I agree. Misuse, underuse. And I'm starting to see like, okay, this is, this is a player. Like we... This is the player you benched for Anthony Lamb. <laughs> I'm going to say, look, I don't think they benched him for Anthony Lamb. I think they benched Moody for Anthony Lamb, and they would only play J.K. if Anthony Lamb was playing next to him. That's that's how I interpreted the situation. But, you know what I'm saying? Because they wanted that shooter next to him. Bench it's still Moody egregious. For Anthony Lamb. It's still egregious, for sure. It's still egregious. Definitely. Um, but, yeah, that's how I... I just know that Anthony Lamb had regular minutes and Jonathan Kaminga didn't. So I don't care positionally who he was benched for. That dude was getting burned and Mm. Jonathan Kaminga was riding the bench. Yeah. And Moses Moody as well. It really sucks that Moses got hurt because he would have been playing a lot over this stretch. No CP3, no Gary. He would have been playing a ton. And it would have been probably a similar type of um, not necessarily the, the same uh, production as Jonathan, but it would have been a similar situation where you're like, yo, this kid is really good. Like, And it would have been like, okay, we have to play, like have to, have to play right. going forward. But now as he kind of missed that opportunity. Well, I mean, depending on how fast he comes back before Gary or, or Chris, seems like he's on a, he's going to come back sooner than them. So yeah, we'll see, but yeah. Well, Dubs, the Dubs have so many questions. I really have no clue. I, I don't know what to make of this season anymore. I don't have predictions in me. I don't have, like, I have no idea. I'm just really here for the ride. Yeah, me too. I mean, I think <laughs> they should continue to build with this lineup. The, I mean, this is like the new death lineup, right? Whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. It makes a lot more sense. It's the same, it's the same concept as the PTSD lineup but it's just jk adds more size athleticism defense than jordan did so it makes more sense right is right. yeah it's more of a replica of the 2015 death lineup like harrison and, and andre but it's just jk and and wiggins instead mm-hmm. um, and it's gonna be a pretty good lineup going forward if you know if everybody plays to their capabilities for sure for sure Wow. I'm here looking at this road trip they're about to embark on. Five-game road trip. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I will not be able to go to the game in Brooklyn because I will be in Vegas for the Super Bowl. But they oh, nice. got Memphis, Atlanta, Brooklyn, Philly, Indy, which is so crazy. Before they come back home for one night for Phoenix. How many times are they going to play Phoenix? And then they go back out again and play Utah, come back home for Clippers, and then Phoenix again. Mm. No, no, no. L.A. Yeah. Wait, come back home for Clippers. Back to Utah. Yeah, back to Utah. Yeah, not Phoenix. Yeah, these are a bunch of winnable games. I mean, Utah obviously was playing very, very good up until like a recent stretch of games. But Memphis, you should beat them. You owe them. Uh, a Molly Wap, like you owe them a 30 point loss. <laughs> should be Atlanta, should be Brooklyn. We'll see if Embiid is even available for Philly. We'll see if Maxi and all those other guys are available for Philly. Then, I mean, you got Indiana, Phoenix, Utah back to back to back. These are three good teams, and LA and then Utah again, you know. But by the time you get to those games, you need to be very close, if not back at 500 in the standing. So, okay. Don't want to make any predictions, but I'm saying you, they should be looking to do that, right? Even though it's a back to back Memphis and Atlanta. Right. Uh, that Memphis, Atlanta, Brooklyn, Philly should be four wins, I think. Here's to hoping. Yeah. Here's to hoping. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. All right, well, I think we're good. But I did want to, before we close, I just wanted to address 
I don't even remember the person's handle, so it doesn't matter. But I wanted to address someone on um, Twitter, since apparently this individual listens to our podcast. And they said, I should let you talk more basketball and less of my opinions. <laughs> right? Okay. So first of all, I don't let Justin do anything. <laughs> this is a partnership and he's a grown ass man. So <laughs> Justin does what he wants to. Okay. Um, and for all the people who are new to Golden Spaces, um, and I say that because if you're newer to Golden Spaces, then you may not know the genesis of this podcast, okay? But this podcast was originally called All Matt, okay? And it was my podcast. <laughs> so you're asking me not to talk on my podcast, <laughs> okay? Um, <laughs> and Justin has added tremendous value. You know, Golden Spaces is this whole different thing, but that was the origination of this. We are a spinoff of that podcast. So um, uh, the core audience was there from all that. Thank you. Appreciate you. And they've continued with us. And that's what you're going to get from me. You're going to get opinions and takes, but you also get basketball, right? I don't just sit up here and, and not talk about basketball. Right. So, um, and I don't understand because you have opinions too. <laughs> like we're not just doing X's and O's all podcasts. So, um, you know, so I, I, I did respond to the person on Twitter, but you know, I just wanted to address it because it's like, I really don't take it personally, like if someone prefers you over me or so like that's that's why content is great like that, right? You can pick and choose who you want to listen to, but I am not going anywhere yeah. <laughs> and my style is not changing. So if you don't like that, then you can make whatever decision is best for your heart in terms of the content that you want to listen to. Um, so I wanted to address that individual, but I just want to make that clear for anyone who listens. Um, but welcome to suggestions that are practical and realistic. Um, you know, another way you could have voiced that, like if you're really into Justin breaking down the game or you want something, maybe we introduce like a segment of something like that where he goes over something. I don't know. That's constructive. That's what's called constructive. Not telling me to talk less. That's not going to happen. Okay. All right. Facts. I agree. You get the best of both worlds. I mean, we're both, like you just said, we're both, of, we're both, both worlds. Right. So that's why we collabo. <laughs> um, but no, for real, we really do appreciate y'all for like tuning in. Y'all be tweeting at us. Y'all be resharing. Um, listen, you know, like you can listen to whatever you want. <laughs> there, there's lots of options. We know that. So, we don't take for granted listening, but we also have our pod and we do it the way that we do it, you know? And so there's a balance there, but we definitely appreciate y'all. And we want to continue to deliver content that, you know, our audience enjoys and listens to. So we haven't done a mailbag in a while. Maybe we should do one of those soon. Yeah, we should, we should. Remember, ask questions in the YouTube comments. And we would just apply them to the mailbag. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, 
It's been a pleasure. Appreciate you joining us for this episode of Golden Spaces, an, an Odyssey original podcast with Justin and Nat. You know where to find us, um, available on all podcast platforms. Uh, you should be subscribed and or following and leaving five-star ratings or writing us a positive review. We appreciate it all. Uh, you can also catch the video version of this podcast on 95.7 The Game's YouTube channel. If you're subscribed to 95.7 The Game, then you will be notified when there's new episodes of Golden Spaces Pod. Uh, make sure you're also following us on social. You can find us at Golden Spaces Pod on Twitter or X, formerly known as Twitter. I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to call it X. It just still doesn't like, I don't know, register with me Mm -hmm. Um, and Instagram as well. So give us a follow, share, tell a friend about us and um, yeah, continue to support please. And, and let us know constructive feedback of things that you'd like us to do additionally or change or, you know, whatever. Anything else, Justin? No, let's start stacking some wins, please. Let's go. Let's go, Dubs. Until next time, y'all take care. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 